Hi, everybody. Welcome to our first episode ever of Enviro People. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm your host, Issa M., and I have a special guest, Bradley, who is going to be talking with us about a youth environmentalist point of view about our Earth. The podcast, this podcast is made by young people for young people to open up the conversation and education about our environment. Today I have Riley with us, one of my closest friends, who, like me, goes to a specialized magnet school in Las Vegas, and has been, and we have been taking environmental program classes for the past three years. Anyways, today I'm interviewing them on their point of view um, on our environment. Let's get started. Thank you, Dickie. So, my first question to you, Riley, is what attracted you to the study of environmental sciences? Well, first of all, when choosing um, program class, it, was, it just really stood out because you can um, go observe all of these things anywhere, everywhere. It's so versatile, and there's so many jobs in this field, um, and not just the jobs part, like the knowledge and everything was just so exciting, and we've been excited about national parks um, and, like, being in the environment and it's just something that just kind of came to us so yeah I agree I definitely have lots of memories as a kid and still now of going to a lot of national parks and stuff with my parents uh, and my family and just being just really in awe of our environment and just being like wow this is so cool and the thought and the idea that I learned of later on is that it might not be here for other people and being like very passionate about that and realizing that I want other people to experience this and to see how amazing our environment and our earth is. So yeah, okay. So another question I have for you, Riley, is what do you feel are the biggest challenges with our environment currently? Um, first of all, I think like coordinating with government and having and the citizens as well, like everybody being on the same page is the biggest challenge. Um, however, like carbon neutrality and getting carbon emissions down and um, exploring renewable resources more is also a challenge, but to attack, tackle those challenges, we have to get on the same page, so. Yeah, I agree. There definitely has been, especially in recent years, I've seen a lot of new PSAs and a lot of um, just more awareness, I feel like, in the whole idea of environmental science, that people are being more open um, and more receptive to the idea that we need to limit our emissions and to try to do stuff that's more renewable. I feel like the one of our biggest challenges really is our energy use. I mean, yeah, right now, yeah. like we're using, we're trying to create more like elect electronic vehicles and trying to use like solar energy and renewable energy. And I think that's awesome, but we need to do it like I feel like a little bit quicker. And the idea that if we're trying to keep Glacier National Park available, <laughs> uh, we have to make sure glaciers aren't like melting away. <laughs> so yeah, already. What role do you see yourself taking in the environmental arena in the future? Hopefully a very active role, um, whether that's policy or just being an activist in general. Like, I really do want to get in there and help people and help the environment, whatever that may be. So, what, about you? what do you think is most interesting? In, like, in the idea, do you want to be more like going to law or do you want to be like just like an activist in general, like just going out? Not a lawyer, but <laughs> I do want to get involved in policymaking, um, it, whether that's afar or like right in there without being a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, fair. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say for the most part, I've been just really attracted to the science of things. So I feel like I'd be enjoyable, like I would find joy in being like an actual scientist and doing things like that. 
Um, I would say, yeah, definitely an activist and enthusiast trying to, I mean, right now I'm making a podcast for environmental sciences, like, sounds awesome, so I decided to do it. Um, and I feel like it's just a very, it just kind of connects people. I think environmental science is very much, like, a thing that we need to talk about more uh, in the sense that it's everybody's in this environment and everybody needs to be able to live in it, like, equally and freely so and not damage it so that we can continue to live in it Alrighty, the next question is what do you feel are the most promising solutions for our issues in environmental science right now um so most recently i've been kind of looking into nuclear energy not a whole lot but like nuclear fission like using um like binding molecules through like sun power that's how the sun creates its energy um we already have some stuff with um Oh, sorry, I got that reversed. Nuclear uh, fusion. fusion and yeah. So we've been, we have a lot of things for nuclear fission, but also not um, super long-term ways to store the radioactive waste. So if we can explore that more, that's a really powerful source of energy that I think is um, pretty out there. Um, and it already supplies a lot of our energy. So if we can further our knowledge in that, that would be really useful to us in the future. Um, and then also offshore wind farms as well. There are kind of a lot of promising solutions yeah, I like I like how you brought up uh, the nuclear fusion idea of like combining molecules because we already we already do have nuclear fission, which is really like separate molecules, like you're using molecules to make energy. So that's a really interesting idea. I haven't I've, we have obviously totally that hasn't really been a reality yet. So that's really cool that you brought that up about the idea of taking new technologies in a different in a different way. And in the, would you like to elaborate on the wind farms? I think I've heard about it a little bit, but what what exactly is that? Um, just harnessing the wind power offshore because the wind is a lot more powerful and steady offshore um, and plus it's not next to like a whole bunch of people because I know a lot of people are worried about like their land and oh my goodness I'm going to have to give up something of mine to get this energy um, and if we put it offshore that won't disturb as many people um, and the, it, the energy source is steadier too so very nice I like that idea I also saw some things talking about like ocean and stuff like that on like offshore um that ugh, i forget what company made it or was in the process of doing it um uh, they're making like i don't know if it was necessarily like using the waves energy or like putting like a pet like solar panels like on the waves and that and that they got like solar energy from it or that they're using it was something either like it was solar panels or it was like the motion of the waves that was making energy but just the whole idea that people are now looking into new tech new technologies and just new ideas of how to get energy is kind of crazy like now we have solar energy of hydro hydro hydraulic energy you have water <laughs> energy from water <laughs> and um and wind so and we have wind too. water geothermal solar we have a lot of stuff now that is being more available and more prevalent in our energy usage which is really cool and i think that's awesome and definitely a solution for our energy crisis um and or just the way we use our energy and i think yeah i think if we just i mean i see more and more often that people especially in vegas are um putting solar panels on their on the roofs to try to make sure that they're using solar energy instead of like whatever energy you use from like from like envy energy but natural gas. yeah natural gas yeah so we're moving away from non-renewables which i think is really cool and that's definitely a big thing so Yes, and and just the idea that they're, um, they're trying to make it more accessible and stuff, because I know the whole 
idea is the whole one of the biggest problems i feel like going back to the previous question is that um we are trying to get people from like poorer countries and poverty to try to worry about our environment and this idea that we're making it cheaper more accessible is definitely a huge solution because that makes it so like everybody in our world is on the same page instead of just like people in the u.s or just people in like third world uh, first world countries you know what i mean yeah a lot of people are also worried about like job security too like they can't be like let's help our environment because they're so worried about well this is my job and if we bring in renewable energy sources it could like take it away so if we kind of have some like if the government or somebody can be like we have an option for you and kind of help transition those people i think they'll be more open and we will see an expansion of these different types of energy when everybody can kind of like be okay with it yeah i agree definitely yeah definitely i feel like it, there needs to be obviously some government intervention and in helping people out but yeah just the whole idea of we just have to make it renewable energy talking about the uses of energy just more accessible more available cheaper and ju- and be able to make it like appetizing you know like like appealing that like, people want to use it and people want to be a part of it and build it and you know give create jobs from it you know what i mean so people aren't just like, this is totally new. I'm super not psyched about this. Let's keep it the way it is. You know what I mean? But yeah. And and the idea that there's so many new electronical vehicles. I mean, there's uh, many more companies now except just Tesla. Like, I know Toyota is making a whole bunch of hybrids. And there's like Rivian is a new one. And our new, like, Amazon trucks now are all electric. And it looks super awesome. But they're like, they're pretty, they're pretty crazy looking. But it's pretty cool. But yeah. So it's awesome. It's awesome that everybody now is making it more of a of a issue that we're trying to solve and that's bringing more people into the idea that you know this is our worth this is our environment we have to take care of it Alrighty, uh, another question that is kind of on a different track since we're obviously taking environmental science in school and have been for the past few years um what do you want to study in college what do you want to look for at definitely science i know that's very general but i do want to see if i can get involved in environmental science and kind of because I really enjoy that niche I've liked every science class I've ever taken so it's a little bit hard to differentiate which one Um, I like helping people as well so maybe something that has to do with like policies or something like that and I do not want to be tied down to a desk job so environmental science does currently sound very appealing or environmental engineering just I'm kind of okay with whatever and then there's also um, expansion of stuff into space and they may need environmental sciences for that too so very cool. I like how you do this all over it. This all over the science realm. That's very awesome. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I am definitely an outside person, so I agree with you there. I've not been tied to a desk job. I like to be outside, which is why I'm interested in environmental science because that, that's literally what it is. Being outside is in the environment. So yeah, I would, I would definitely say that I would want to be in environmental science. I've thought about engineering. I think it'd be kind of cool about like making new stuff, talking about new technologies and everything, and, like. How cool would, like, being a part of, like, making a new, like, world-changing technology about, you know, energy or just in general, just environmental science in general would be really cool. But yeah, I would say, for the most part, I don't like being, like, stuck in a spot at the same time. So, like, policymaking and stuff sounds cool for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to see how interested I am in that and, like, going to college study for that. But, yeah, I'm definitely down to look at environmental science. And all the fun stuff that correlates to it, because I mean, like you said, environmental sciences is like such a massive amount of science. Like you talk about everything, you talk about chemistry, you talk about like physics, you talk about like 
society and how society affects the environment and just like the whole idea of like the carbon water cycles everything and it's just to me it's so cool just because it's so like broad and you can like go down rabbit holes about every single topic like there's so much to learn and this is such a cool and like physical science that like everybody needs to know like it's very applicable right mm-hmm. if you learn about it it directly affects you because it's literally what's going on right now so i think it's really cool Alrighty. Another question is, since we've been taking our ground with the science, um, what is your biggest discovery in taking this program class from the past three years? If you can't tell already, it's got to be the nuclear energy. I really enjoy learning about that very much because it takes all kinds of different knowledge and we're still working on it. And um, like, there's just such a big like future for it. And it's so cool because it takes like chemistry and all of these like really in-depth scientists to um, be able to partner with this and apply it. And it's also like a worldwide thing too, so it's not just here. Um, so you can talk to people with all different kinds of points of view on this and like get involved with everyone. So Yeah, I, th- I think that's really awesome that you are interested in that because I mean, you're taking AP Chem right now, right? So we'll take in <laughs> that and our environmental science for the past, like, like I said, three years is is definitely gives you a pretty good basis on like what's what's interested what you're interested about and stuff and i think the idea that nuclear you're talking about nuclear energy as being a new like kind of futuristic almost i mean this idea of like combining atoms is is insane and realizing that that's part of our reality and that's what you can be doing in the future is kind of crazy and realizing that's where i mean how is that part of environmental science you know what i mean like our environmental science is so broad and so wide that combining atoms is helpful to our environment because it helps create energy and in more of a not necessarily renewable way because it's technically non-renewable energy but in more well, of with a, the uranium with yeah. nuclear uh fu- fusion you can just split them and you have energy there, there so you like you don't really need the uranium to start combining things or plutonium or whatever very nice so yeah look at that learning stuff every single day i like it okay we have a couple more questions here. What do you do right now to help reduce your impact on the environment? I try to recycle. Um, I know recycling, not all the recycling gets to the recycling plants and it's not as effective as we think it is, but some is better than none. Um, I try not to use single use plastics as much as possible. So like taking hydroflask and different things like that. Um, I have multiple different water bottles, like especially for drink powders, um, like cause that can sometimes like flavor the plastic. Um, so I have like a separate one for those. Um, so I can be as, so I can conserve as much stuff as possible. Um, I try to learn new things every day. Um, yeah, I think that's it. What about you? (laughs) (laughs) I've realized that you also, um, you and your siblings also, um, bring in, um, what would I think would be single-use plastics of, like, containers for your sandwiches and stuff for lunch, Mm -hmm. but you guys use them every single day. So, like, just the idea that you're not necessarily going out and, like, buying I like a specific not like renewable uh or sorry reusable um plastic thing you're just using like I don't know I'm assuming something from like a restaurant or whatever yeah like a lot of takeout containers are very useful um we just wash them and use them for kind of whatever we want like use them a ton (laughs) yeah and totally and that's like exactly what we're talking about and the idea of like reducing your impact that you're already using this thing so why not just continue to use it you know what I mean like it's the, just the idea that you know instead of going out and buying something specifically 
to reuse it you're just reusing the stuff you already have which is really cool i thought that's really awesome that you guys do that um for me the idea of trying to reduce your impact um i try to carpool a lot honestly i know a lot of uh, a lot of different people that do similar things i do like every single every single day i wake up and walk to my neighbor's house who takes me to school every single morning um and i try to get rides to my for my friends to go like soccer practice or whatever or like games and stuff just just the idea of like not me and my friend also taking the same car to go to the same exact spot helps reduce it a little bit in the sense that you know we use our cars a ton especially in like the suburbs of las vegas um like stuff is relatively like far away or like 10 15 minutes away so every single time you go there is like a decent amount of emissions coming out of our car so yeah i also recycle i also try to we also try to do that um and right now we are in the process of making a garden in our backyard so hopefully it'll add um, a little bit of plants and stuff to help reduce um the amount of carbon in our in our atmosphere at least in the around our house um but yeah i think for the most part is this idea of like trying to i think the biggest thing for me is trying to reduce the amount of like car emissions and stuff that i'm that we're using because for the most part that's like how i get everywhere is through a car so this idea of like trying to carpool or make plans like online or something or i don't know just make sure like everybody's kind of on the same page so we don't have to keep using our own cars but yeah also a thing i forgot about is composting as well because our family does kind of tend to have like food waste um and american general does too and so you can kind of reuse that um and put it into composting so you don't feel bad for like wasting it you don't have to just like throw stuff away um with composting you can kind of use a lot of different things and then also vermicomposting too composting with worms um, i know our um greenhouse teacher he has one in his kitchen because um like it's really clean um and it doesn't like emit smells because the um, worms will decompose stuff pretty fast oh really i didn't yeah. know that that's really cool yeah, I do know one of our good friends, too. Also, he also has a composting unit in his backyard. Mm-hmm. And he throws, like, all his food traps in there and everything. It's pretty crazy that, like, it literally just fe- feeds his entire garden. Like, he just throws whatever he wants in there and then just kind of rolls it around. And he's got, oh, like, good soil for the rest of his garden. I think that's pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, for the most part... Oh, also, the other thing I was going to say is to... Uh, a lot of clothes I wear is, like hand-me-downs from like older yeah. siblings or like other people and stuff or like my mother and things like that and just the idea of not going out and buying new clothes because i mean if you're talking about environmental science and the impact that new clothes has on the yeah. environment that's a ton the amount of water that goes into every single piece of clothing and the emissions taking you know your clothes from like one area in the world to the complete opposite area in the world is insane like there's so much that goes into like a t-shirt you know what i mean and this idea that i'm gonna wear my mother's old t-shirt instead of buying myself a brand new one helps out a lot because that just it reduces the idea that i don't necessarily need to buy new clothes or go through shopping and stuff like that and i mean you could you washing your clothes once is a lot better than making a whole new brand you know pair of pants you know so that's that's another thing i realized that i do and my family does like i know a decent amount of people around me that do that have older siblings other people that they borrow clothes from or use clothes from okay last question here what do you want other people in the future to be doing to limit your impact even more Hmm. so on just the terms of like general citizens i guess so yeah but just like in the future like realizing that like 
you know, everybody's trying to be on the same page of helping out the environment. What do you think other people can be doing? Definitely, this seems kind of redundant, and I feel like a lot of people say this, but like learning about things and being open-minded, that's definitely the first step because a lot of things will um, continue from there, but also, um, if possible, like using compost and, um, you know, limiting your single-use plastics. You don't have to like go completely crazy about it. Um, you can just start small and it's okay to like start small and stay small if that's, you know, what limitations you're working with. You don't have to go crazy. Just some is better than none. So. Exactly. I think that definitely is a big thing here is that if you're just limiting it even a little bit, at least you're limiting it. And hopefully as a whole society, we continue to go in that direction. Um, I think for the most part, one big thing about taking environmental science that we've learned a lot about, and I take AP environmental not to, is the idea of buying from local farms and buying from like local areas, because that just it just stops so much and limits so much of like emissions from taking trucks and back and forth to like California. I mean, even California is not that far away, but if you would buy from like a local garden or something in in Las Vegas or something, it's a lot better than taking it from someplace else and just the idea of um of yeah and you're also because environmental science is so broad you're also helping out your economy in this area instead of helping out economy in a different area and just the idea of like um of trying to do stuff kind of i guess closer to home in a sense and not necessarily like obviously if like it's not in every in every aspect of things but in the sense of like do, like their shop or something or do something closer to home you know use use clothes closer to home use um buy materials and food closer to home and stuff like that so that you're not getting stuff from all over the world and so that limits the amount of carbons that stuff you use um i would say also that i forgot to talk or bring up about is the idea of using less water because i know here in vegas we have um a pretty good uh water uh what is it called like a facility yeah yeah that they they clean out the water and stuff here in vegas because you only have like four percent or whatever of the hoover dam like the amount of water we use and we recycle it really well um is the idea that other cities and countries and states and stuff need to be like on the same page here and trying to recycle as much water as they can and and yeah that that's the other thing i would say for the most part that's probably one of our biggest challenges too in, in our environment is water usage because it's i mean it's not going to be here forever we keep using it the way we do and it's just like evaporating and that's how what we already have so many droughts and stuff like that so i think the idea of recycling our water and reusing like a wastewater um because I mean, we have awesome treatment plants here it goes to like four stages and and we still like use it and we're, for the most we're like a growing city here and we're using like less water than california is it's pretty crazy but yeah also artificial turf like the government pays people to take or to take out um like normal grass to put in artificial turf so it doesn't use as much water because uh, grass consumes so much water i agree yeah and that's the other thing that i realized that that um i was i was concerned about too is because we have so many golf courses here in vegas because it's kind of like we have some like um senior citizen homes and stuff like that and everything so a lot of people go golfing here in this area i mean up the street there's like a whole golf course and everything and like i i'm thinking and the environmental scientist in me was like oh my gosh they're using so much water and then learning later on that they're using like gray water they're using like wastewater to um to water their their whole golf course which is 
awesome. I mean, I, if they're going to use water, at least they use the water that, that I guess, can't be used for other things. So that they're actually recycling it and better in the environment in that way. So, so yeah. Um, I think that about wraps it up. Thank you guys for joining us today on our little conversation about environmental science. Um, and just listening to the use perspective about environmental science. I hope you guys enjoyed it and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you so much for listening to Enviro People. Peace out.